Being in the Utah Army National Guard is not just about serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Utah Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work full-time at your job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you will develop in the Guard can open a door to a great civilian career. Want to serve but are worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Utah Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Utah Army National Guard lets you have the life that you want while enjoying the benefits for serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Utah Army National Guard can fit into your life. For more information, contact Staff Sergeant Patrick Henry at 435-319-5399. Again, that's 435-319-5399. Welcome to the Iron County Football Podcast. Here is your host, Skylar Snar. Welcome back to another episode of the Iron County Football Podcast. I'm your host, Skylar Snar, and you probably guessed it. You're in for another great episode. We have scores. Yes, baseball and softball scores, and we have another guest. Our guest, Kyson Parker, offensive lineman and defensive lineman from Canyon View High School, was in the studio. And it was really good. I don't pick favorites, but it was, let's just say it was really good. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. But until then, let's go over baseball and softball scores because we are in the thick of the season. Siren Barber Beauty is your one-stop shop for spa, beauty, and barber services across the board. We offer face shaves, specialty nails, full body massage, and so much more. No matter who you are, we want to bring out the bold in you. Visit Siren Barber Beauty on Main Street in Cedar City. Now it's time for sports updates. We're in crunch time. And so we're going to start off with baseball scores. So most recently, Cedar split their two-game series with Juan Diego on Saturday in Draper and moved to 6-13 and on the season. They play another tough team tonight. The new kids on the block, Crimson Cliff tonight at 7.30 at Crimson Cliff. Ah, this is such a tough region. Canyonview boys have been on a tough slide of losses, most recently losing to Snow Canyon 15-2, and they play another tough team today in Desert Hills at 7.30 at Desert Hills. There really are no breaks in Region 9. The Parowan boys are putting together a solid season at 9-8, most recently beating Enterprise 10-0, and they play them once again on Friday at Enterprise. All right, let's move to softball. The Parowan girls are also doing pretty solid, sitting at seven and six, most recently beating Kanab, which puts them in a three game winning streak. They are currently playing Enterprise at home. It started at three, so it's probably over by now. Definitely over by the time this airs. I'm pulling for them. I think they got the W, but we'll see. The Cedar girls sit at a record of seven and 11, which I think they should get free Slurpees for that. I'm just putting that out there. The girls, this is this is a pretty sweet 7-11 because the girls are actually putting together some wins. They've won their last three, but they play a tough team tonight in Crimson Cliffs. I hope they get the win tonight. Okay, the Pine View girls are coming off a tough slide of losses, most recently losing to the Cedar girls back-to-back and play Snow Canyon tonight in Snow Canyon. So good luck to all of the Iron County teams for the rest of the season. I'm pulling for you. Okay, well, that wraps up the scores, and let's move to our interview with Kyson Parker. This interview is brought to you by Spartan Companies, excellence in execution. 
All right. In the studio, we have, well, over the phone studio, we have Kyson Parker, offensive lineman, defensive lineman from Canyon View High School. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Um, happy to be here. I'm glad for the opportunity. Well, we're happy to have you. So just to start off the podcast, I'm going to have you tell me a little bit about yourself and maybe just an interesting fact that not a lot of people know about you. Um, yeah, I've been play, I played high school all four years, played throughout middle school and even started, I started in third grade. Um, I've always loved it. Um, it's been kind of like a stress release. You know, I've been able to go out there whenever, no matter what's bothering me and, you know, not only relieve that, but, you know, have fun in the process. Um, for an interesting fact, um, Um, so pretty much when anyone asks me this, my go-to is always out of a blonde patch in the back of my head. Um, <laughs> do you, do you yeah. have like a, when you're having like a, like get to know you questions in class, like, do you have a go-to like interesting fact that you always say? I don't like cheese that, I mean, that you don't like cheese. Uh, uh-uh, I don't like cheese at all. Really? Yeah. So no cheese on the burgers. Uh uh-uh. uh. Really? All plain, yeah. Certain things I'll like mac and cheese. I'll you know I'll that's fine, but and pizza that's fine, but if it's like a taco or something, you can count me out for the cheese. Really? Yeah. For me, that's like the highlight. That surprises me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So if you're hanging out with Kyson, don't even dare put cheese on his taco or burger. Better not. <laughs> Okay, so so Canyon View, you're in Cedar. Have you been in Cedar your whole life? No, so I I've, I was born in Idaho. Um, okay, a pretty a pretty small town. Um, it's called Montpelier. It's right a couple, just a couple miles from Bear Lake. Oh, okay, um, nice. So, uh, it's a really small town. Two maybe two thousand at you know its peak years. It's a okay. really small town. Um, so I was born there. I stayed all the way up um up until i got to middle school and then we moved about 30 minutes north to soda springs okay um that's where i played i played all throughout middle school and then or sorry elementary school i yeah elementary school i was in montpelier moved up to fifth grade because fifth grade was um in the middle school at um in soda springs okay um fifth grade was in the middle school so i was able to stay there but my sixth grade year the start of actual middle school for most people we moved down to cedar because my grandparents live here so uh we moved down here and uh i've loved it ever since it's it was a really big change you know coming from a really small town to cedar city it felt like las vegas right (laughs) now that i've been here you know it's I've realized that it's a lot smaller than what I thought when I first came here. Right. Yeah. That's kind of how it is for me because I'm from Twilla, if you know where that is. And so coming yeah. from Twilla, now I live in St. George. For me, St. George feels huge. And oh, then yeah. talking to kids from Vegas are like, it's so small here. I'm like, what do you mean? Like we have everything. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure that's kind of how you feel about Cedar. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you don't have to answer because I know some of your teammates or classmates might dog on you, but do you have a preference? Do you like like Idaho versus Cedar, which do you like better? Um, everyone everyone says that they don't like Cedar. I don't know. I I, I love it here. Um, okay. 
you know, it doesn't get too cold in the winters. That's one thing I don't miss from Idaho. We get a ton of snow up there. It's pretty nice. We get some here, but, you know, it's not a, not a ton. Um, right. The school system is a lot better. Um, I was able to make way more friends here than I ever would in Idaho. Um, and, yeah, I just really love the atmosphere here. Very true. Yeah, good to hear. So so you said Montpelier is by Bear Lake. Do you guys go back and spend a lot of time there? Yeah, so we'll go to, it's called North Beach. Most people will either go um, to the, the south end, which is in, you know, still in Utah. Mm-hmm. But the north side, it's a, li- it's a little colder. But yeah, we still up, go up there occasionally time, time from time to see relatives and family and try to spend a few good days out on the lake. Okay. I've actually never been to Bear Lake. So would you, would you suggest going? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a ton of fun. It's really, it's a really pretty place, bright blue water. And, you know, you got a bunch of trees and, you know, it makes you feel like home. It's a really nice place. Hmm. Yeah. I've always wanted to go. So I'll have to check it out sometime, but anyway, so, so back to our questions. Um, so you love cedar. What are your go-to things to do? Um, I know a lot of people, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard have said go to Brad's and yeah. everything. Um, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of it. I, oh, okay. I like to just keep within my close circle of friends. So, you know, we'll cruise Maine, you know, we'll just drive around looking for something to do, try to find, you know, somewhere, see if there, if there's a party, we'll, you know, maybe roll up to the party if we know the guys or, okay. you know, or just go to someone's house, honestly, and just chill. I'm not, not the most outgoing, but I like to have fun, you know, here and there. Okay. Yeah. That, that is a, that is a different answer. Everyone always says go to Brad. So, <laughs> so I like to hear something else. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your, your favorite aspect of Cedar? I, I'd say the community. Um, just everyone, you know, usually is pretty upbeat and hopeful, you know, it's not, you know, you don't, it's pretty out of the ordinary if you go down and meet, you know, a person that's really unhappy one after another, you know, everyone's pretty hopeful and pretty happy. And, you know, that will, you know, that affects you and makes you pretty happy as well. So that's what I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's actually really good to hear. I feel like in a lot of small towns, like people just talk about, they'll they'll stay there forever, but then they just sit and talk about how much they hate it. So it's, it's good to hear that the people in Cedar always upbeat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so outside outside of sports, what are some of your other hobbies? Like, are you a are you a gamer? Do you like to hunt? Like, what's your thing? Um, I, I I've always loved lifting. I lift um as as, as much as I can. Um, so with being done with football, you know, I'm not gonna have to carry around some of these extra pounds. Right. So we're we're in the process of uh cutting down, and you know, it's going well. Um, love to see progress in the gym. Um, not only make, you know, you look better, but you also feel better. Um, I play games a lot with my buddies and stuff. That's real fun. And then just spending time with friends, you know, is where I'm my happiest. There we go. So, so you said it'll be nice to like shed off some pounds. Like, did you in football, since you were a lineman, did you have calorie goals that were set by your coaches? Uh, they personally didn't set any, um, they recommended some and, you know, especially when you first sign up for football, you know, you don't really take into account, you know, how fat can help you. But, you know, right. having having those extra pounds, you know, it will do wonders for you, you know, in the right in the right amount. You know, you can't just, you know, be carrying 90 pounds 
of fat on you. You know, you got to have a the right amount, but mm-hmm. if you do, you know, it'll, you know, it helps you in, in a lot of ways. You know, you can stay, you stay fueled for the game longer and it really helps you when you're down in the trenches. But I personally, I always ate, um, I try to eat pretty good foods. My, me and my family, we've always been, you know, high quality meats and everything. So I, I had a pretty good diet, but yeah, it was, you know, sometimes it was a little hard getting all the calories in, but right. you know, it was going to benefit me at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Bulking clean is really hard. So, I mean, it's, it's good to hear that you're doing that back when I was in high school, it was like, take all the calories I can, whether it's from pizza and sweets, like I didn't even care. So so you're yeah. definitely ahead of the curve there. It's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what originally made you decide to play football? Um, you know, again, but going back to the small town thing, you know, there's not much to do. Right. So Sunday when it came Sunday night, you know, what's the thing to do? You turn on the TV, got the NFL games going, and you know, my dad was pretty pretty active in watching football, and you know, I also began watching it, and I just thought it was so cool and you know, so electric to see, you know, quarterbacks chucking passes right. 40 yards on the field and having a wild catch. You know, I'm like, you know, that wants to be me. I originally wanted to be a receiver. Um, cause when I was, when I was younger, I was way skinnier, but, okay. and, but then I, you know, I got into it. My dad signed me up third grade in a flag football league. Um, and, you know, being that young, you know, that's the world to you. That's the, as much fun as you can have. So I've just, uh, every year after look forward to the football season and you know trying to imitate the people on the screen that i saw as a young child right so so you would say originally like what made you fall in love with football was just watching watching football watching games oh, yeah. with your dad on sundays 100 percent. okay so who's your team then i i've i've gotten a lot of stuff through the years but i'm a i'm a diehard patriots fan even after left. Um, i remember watching Randy Moss, uh, I started really watching when he was on there about 2007, 2008, and, you know, their wild 16-0 and season, and, you know, that was just, that was so cool to watch as a mm-hmm. kid, you know, Randy Moss going, making one-handers and stuff, so they've been my team ever since. Yeah, it felt very unfair at the time. Oh, yeah, everyone, oh, you're a Patriots fan, you know, you're a bandwagon, but believe me, I've gotten a lot of, a lot of stuff throughout the years. Hey, I mean, I think if you stay loyal, that's how you can like break away from it. If you still like exactly. them now, then then you you gain my respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so so you watch a lot of pro football. Like, who's a player that you tried to imitate? Um, younger, of course, Randy Moss. Um, you know, I like the receive Calvin Johnson, but you know, as I you know began to fill out in size and everything and being as big as I am, you know, then, you know, that switches my focus to linemen. Um, Larry Allen, Larry oh. Allen, great lineman. I've always, I, I unfortunately didn't get to watch him play very much, but I remember hearing all like the commentators talk about him and, you know, I went and looked him up and he was a fantastic lineman. Really like him. Um, Quentin Nelson recently, he's a lot of fun to watch. And Joe Thomas, even though I don't play tackle, um, he's, you know, just how he approaches the game is really interesting and how precise he is. Yeah, it was a it was a shame to see an all time great every year win about two to three games, but he was an amazing player. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so so offensive lineman, defensive line, which side of the ball do you prefer to play on? Uh, offensive line, one hundred percent, just because I'm better at it. I'm not the best at defensive line. That's just not my. I'd rather do the pushing than get trying to get pushed back. You know? Okay, but. Um, I've always just been way more gifted offensively than defensively. Okay. But. Yeah, that I that's the first time I've heard that actually. Most people, because I know when I was growing up, like I just I I was always big, so they just put me on the offensive line, and I always like the defensive side. So so it's good to hear that you you embraced that you were good at offensive line. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like Joe Thomas, a lot of those offensive linemen make a lot of money, so. Oh yeah, I always heard that from my dad saying, you know, it's a hard position, but they get paid a lot, so yep. don't, don't stress about it too much. Yep. Okay, so true or false, are linemen the chillest dudes on the team? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Pull up to practice, everyone's ah, oh, what are we doing? Uh sled, okay, whatever, you know, you don't really you know, whine about it or anything, but I know some skill positions that, you know, have a mouthful of words that they want to say, but linemen, you know, we'll do what we need to do, you know, put up our blocks and, you know, that's the end of it. But yeah, I, I totally agree. Linemen, they're just the guys that, that do the work that other people don't want to do. They don't steal the shine so that they tend to be a little more chill. Yeah. Okay. So it throughout your four years, which team did you just absolutely hate to play? Uh, none of them. I don't like hate necessarily any of them. Um, I just like playing Dixie just because, you know, if they get a good play, they're going to let you know that they got a good play. And through the, my four years, I felt like though they, I don't know the people on the team at Dixie, you know, I just didn't get along with on the field very, very well, but everyone, I mean, Dixie's a good team and, you know, they, can have a right to do that to a certain extent but you know i didn't i looked forward to every game you know every game's a new opportunity to go out and give it your all but right yeah they were all good but if i had to pick one yeah it, it would be dixie okay and so so you said that they always had a lot to say um were you the type of player to like go back and forth or would you just kind of like keep what they say in the back of your mind as like fuel for the next play that's a, yeah i i i wouldn't say much uh very rare occasions um uh i know i it brings me back to the snow canyon game this year um you know we were down quite a bit going in late in the game and Mm -hmm. you know other players on the team decided you know to you know see what say what was on their mind and one of the one of the old linemen his name's jacory mckeever he came up and he was like hey i like you man you don't say much you know, you just go about your work. I respect that. I, I thought that was pretty cool, but yeah, I don't, I don't try to talk much. I try to let my, my game, you know, do the same for me. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. Just talk back with your play. I feel like a lot of times, like when you jaw back at someone, like you're just creating an opportunity for yourself to look foolish. Yeah. And you know, we, I saw firsthand, you know, the amount of penalties that you can rack up by opening your mouth. We had countless yards and we made all of those up in sprints at practice for, you know, getting unnecessary, you know, saying and talking to officials. So I saw it firsthand, but yeah, I try not to, not to say much, but Hey, it's, it's not always the players. Sometimes it's the coaches that are getting the penalties. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> but 
try to control it as much as you can, but sometimes, yeah, it goes over overboard a bit. Right. Okay. So on the other side, was there, when you looked at the schedule, was there like a team that you circled that you were just stoked to play against? Um, uh, in region nine, I hurricane, we've always had really good battles with them. Mm -hmm. Um, even going in when I played my JV, my freshman, sophomore year, like that, you know, that was a way cool experience. You know, they always bring a lot to the table and it's always a really close game, you know, then Cedar, of course, being a rivalry, I always look forward to that game and everything in like specifically. So I'd say, yeah, Hurricane and Cedar. Yeah, just uh, it sounds like you just like to play. Like you're just excited to play whoever you got yeah. next or whoever is willing to play against you guys. Yeah, it's always it's always good to just, you know, be able to have the opportunity to go and play. But there's definitely some, you know, some teams that, you know, you look at you look forward to more than others. Uh, definitely. Okay, so going into the game, did you ever have any sort of like pregame ritual, like the go-to song or a lucky pair of socks? Like, did was there anything specifically that you do on game day? Um, I would. We would. I personally, I would always arrive at least two hours early, um, just to chill. I, I've always liked being early to things, so. Game starts at seven. You know, I'm at the locker room by four thirty. Um, I just like to go chill. You know, get there, get my mind right, give me some time. Um, pre-game, uh, we would get the speaker going. We listen to a bunch of rap songs. Lil Uzi. There we go. <laughs> kind of like Lil Uzi. Um, you know, get us pumped up, but not like. Uh, you know, a special pair of socks or like a special headband or anything. Just, I just like getting there early and get my mind right. Okay. So all the way to your very last game, did you, would you get nervous before the games or was that something that kind of went away over time? So my junior year and my sophomore year, I was, I wouldn't say nervous to the point where it'd like deter me from, you know, my play playing, but yeah, definitely was feeling the butterflies before the game because my sophomore year, um, I had to start varsity quite a few times. Okay. And you know, going up to you know, going from freshman and JV play all the way up to varsity, you know, it's a big jump. And you know, being a sophomore in high school, you know, of course, you know, you're ready to take it. You know, to the you know, the coach says we need you. Of course, yeah, yes, sir, coach. But you know, can't help but feel a little bit of butterflies. But my senior year, um. You know, I kind of knew what to expect and everything. So I didn't have too much, but yeah, definitely. If, you know, if you're not feeling at least something, then, you know, you're not prepared. Yeah. And like, I also feel like if you're not a little bit nervous, then I feel like you're not excited. Like, I feel like the feelings are both kind of similar. If you're nervous, you're mm -hmm. excited. So, yeah. Okay. So you said growing up, you always wanted to be a wide receiver. Like, did you ever try to get your coach to stick you in at wide receiver or any other position? Yeah. Uh, young or fifth grade, I was able to, in Idaho, we played, I, I was a running back and that was really cool. I scored, I scored a touchdown, uh, a couple touchdowns, um, in a, in like one game specifically. And that was way fun. I always loved carrying the ball. Receiver wise, I was, I, you know, I, I never made it to receiver, unfortunately, but mm. yeah, in practice in high school, I'd coach throw me in at fullback, you know, that, it, uh, you know, and we did it a few times in practice and it was the time of my life, you know, it was really fun. 
So, so never in the game though. Uh, unfortunately, we always had that, you know, thought in the back of the head, fourth and one, you know, give it to me. But right, we never came to that. Which, you know, whatever. I, I'm just as happy on the line, you know, blocking for the person that is carrying the ball. The same thing happened to me when I was playing little league football. Like my my coach said, if I made the weight limit, that he'd put me in his running back, and we'd always do it in practice. And then he never put me in the game, and it made me so mad. Yeah, <laughs> getting your hopes up for no reason exactly <laughs> okay so out of all of your moments playing at canyon view what is a moment that will stick with you forever um probably this year when we started the season out three you know that was that was a really cool experience to come especially coming from canyon view my my entire football uh, career honestly we even in, in idaho you know we didn't do good I, I don't think i've had a single winning season ever since i've played football um, so it, it's been really tough. And when you get those small, you know, windows where you are winning and especially winning consistently, you mm-hmm. know, it, you know, it does everything for you. You know, it reminds me of, reminds me of why I love the game and love to play and starting out three, and zero against, you know, uh, pace and enterprise, which are, you know, aren't, aren't the worst teams in the world. You know, mm-hmm. it really, it really set the tone I feel like, and it was, it was a really cool experience. And so it kind of just felt like all the hard work over the years was really paying off. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So do you think playing football will help you in life after high school? I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know necessarily physically, I doubt it, but you know, mentally, you know, when, when you're in those tough July practices or camp, you know, where you want to quit and your body's telling you to quit, but you've got to keep going you know, it gives you a, a sort of mental toughness that, you know, can't be matched, I think, by anything else. It's it's a really, really cool thing. And I'm really glad to have been able to play football for as long as I have and, you know, develop that mindset that will definitely, without a doubt, help me further in my life. You know, I also think physically that playing football will help you a lot after high school, because if you if you say you like lifting, I think if you're you're staying fit and lifting, eating healthy, like I think that's going to help you with your confidence going forward, too. Yeah. Definitely. I remember football definitely was taught me the ropes of lifting and proper technique and everything. So that, you know, I still use in the gym today, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, if you don't know, that's okay. Cause I know I didn't after when I was in my senior year of high school, but what are your plans after high school? Um, originally, um, I was going to go and play college football. I was going to, um, go to the lower levels, um, Southern Virginia in specific. I, I was talking to the coach and he was all about me. I sent him my film. Um, he was all for me and I was really thinking I was going to go and play, but then, you know, I had to sit down and really think about, you know, if that's really what I wanted to do in life. And I, you know, came to the conclusion that financially and, you know, that it probably wasn't the best decision to move all the way across the country to pursue mm-hmm. football. Um, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking since I, you know, I've played it all my life, but at a certain point, the way I look at it is, you know, you got to hang it up sometime, which I'm content, you know, playing high school at a high level and, you know, it sucks, but at least for that, you know, now I'm shifting my focus to sports med, sports medicine. I still want to be involved in sports, 
um, maybe athletic training or strength and conditioning. Yeah, I think that'd be perfect for you. I mean, if, if you like working out and you like football, I think that's a, a good way to stay close to the game. But have oh, you yeah. have you considered walking on anywhere just like here locally at like Dixie, SU, Snow? I have. I We went to a camp um, my junior year just here at SUU and I got to meet some of the coaches and I thought it was a really cool experience. And yeah, it crossed my mind of, you know, uh, if maybe further down the road, if I, you know, that fire gets, you know, relit maybe, but you know, not, not a full set decision just yet, but maybe it will come back. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep an eye out on you then. Okay. So one, one final question, if you could be anything for the rest of your life, and money doesn't matter, like, what would you be? Huh. That's a good question. I'd, I'd probably say either a coach of a, co- a really high, like, call it like F- FCS team, um, or even in the pros, being a coach or, you know, being closely related with a pro team would be really cool. Um, you know, manager or anything that would be, be a wild experience for sure. But Hey, I mean, you could still do that. Like if you get an athletic training, I mean, I think you could easily get on a, not easily, but I think you could, if you worked hard enough, you could get on yeah, the staff. Move up the ranks. Yeah. 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 I say, I say, go for it. Go all in. <laughs> okay, man. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. I really appreciate you coming on. It was a uh, good getting to know you. Good talking to you. And I wish you yeah. all the success in the future. No, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, man. Okay. So like I said, amazing interview from Kaisen Parker. It was really nice to hear from him. Nice to hear from a guy that just, you know, nice to hear from a guy that's just laid back, lets his game speak for himself. I wasn't going to say it to him because I don't want to push someone to make a decision, but I'm really hoping that this guy decides to try to walk onto a team because I would love to see him play on the next level. Kaisen, if you're listening to this, I'm not telling you to do it, but I'm also not not telling you to do it. There you go. Okay, so once again, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're listening to this and you are a coach, player, or parent, or super fan from Iron County, please DM us at Slinging the Pill or Iron County Football Podcast on Instagram, or you can send an email to slingingthepill at gmail.com. Let's get you on the show. I love to hear from all of our people from Iron County, hear the passion, the stories, the perspectives. Let's get you on the show. I would love to have a conversation. So once again, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, leave a five-star rating and a nice review. Until next time, we'll see you later.